Welcome to episode 316, the Christmas party episode. My name is Melissa Ellis and I'm on Wurundjeri land. And I am Ollie Spake. Almost forgot my surname there. <laughs> wow, I've hit the eggnog a bit too early tonight. <laughs> but I am joining from Dharawal country. Wow, Mel. Did I throw um, you? You're not awake, are you? I know why you're tired. You can't trick me. You've been up all night watching a kick yay final. I have, yes. Yeah, there were a few too many kicks and a few too many yays, uh, if there's such a thing. What time did you get up for that? Uh, I I arose at 1.30, which would have been fine, except I got to bed just after 11. Holy. <laughs> and then the match wrapped up by about 5. So You stayed up. Got a bit of a nap after that. Right. Zali was determined to join me, uh, so I did carry her downstairs at her request, and she promptly slept through the entire match. <laughs> and yet, once again, Australia lost to the World Cup winners, Argentina. Yes. That's right. You've done your research. Well done, Mel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we can boast a pretty good track record. There were two very impressive teams out there, and uh, uh, just an amazing final from a, a football fan's perspective. Round ball, yes. And, mm-hmm. yes, Australia did happen to only lose to the outgoing and incoming world champions and also the golden boot and golden ball and golden glove winners, which I could explain, but this is a parkrun podcast <laughs> and it's our Christmas episode. So we'll leave that for the football fans and just say, Mel, how are you? How was your parkrun day and uh, how was your ugly Christmas singlet or shirt day? Well, hang on before we get to there. Oh, okay. Yes. It's our Christmas party, so we've got to be festive. So let's pull a bonbon. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, I am ready. For the office Christmas party? Where's the yes. little thing? We've got to do. All right. All right. Okay. I'll, well, you... I'll grab this end. Yep. Yeah, you get that end. All right. Okay. Ready? Okay. Oh. That was loud. <laughs> that was very loud. I don't think the eardrums were ready for that. You won. I did. I did, which is good because I always like the hats. They always rip, so I always need a new one. <laughs> But um, shall I read the joke, Mel? Because yes, we do have some bonbon jokes. We do have a few more coming up later in the pod because we want to make this festive. We want to make this fun. It'll keep me awake. And I would love to start and kick it off. I'll just put on my Christmas tree hat that I just have yes. here, sitting here next to me. We do both have to be festive. That's right. Okay. All right. Are you ready for the joke? I am. What would you call an elf who has just won the lottery? Oh, I don't know. What would you call an elf that has just won the lottery? Wealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've got to love it. What was your toy? Did you get a toy in the bonbon? My toy? Mm. Yes, miniature deck of cards. Oh, Oh, an old favourite. It was fantastic for my my, 90-degree bent thumbs, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, there you go. Okay, on to Parkrun Day Just Gone. Mm. I've got to recap. I wrote it down again because I really, honestly, I do terrible when I read, when I make it up off the cuff. So as I alluded to last week, I had a secret destination on Saturday, which was Pepper Tree Parkrun on Wadawarring Land. I had to be across town in the afternoon and had been considering where I'd go when I discovered that ED Adrian at Pepper Tree was celebrating his 100th volunteer. So uh, Adrian is very supportive of us at Juniors and volunteers frequently. So I decided to head over there and surprise him. It was my fourth visit to Pepper Tree and on this occasion I was joined by adventurer Craig Ryan. So he had a big week. He was with you the previous (laughs) week, Ollie, and this week he was with me. He picked up the set, yes. (laughs) Yes. He even kindly picked me up and chauffeured me to the event. Conditions were perfect with a lovely mild morning for the 35 participants and 10 volunteers. I walked the course because I'm still unable to run due Mm. to my dodgy ankle and I spent time chatting with tail walker Kev, Adrian, who was park walking, and Craig when he returned on course after his run. We had a front of four with myself, Adrian, Kev, Craig, and Donna Markwick and Mm -hmm. afterwards enjoyed a coffee at the nearby Lola Cafe. So that's it. That wraps it up. That was quick. That was quick. But, yeah, look, uh, congratulations to Adrian for the 100th volley. Thank you for volunteering. And well done, Craig. 
What, what an adventurer. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, what an adventurer. Yeah. But uh, how is the foot, Mel? Oh, it's just annoying. Did I say this the other week? I can't remember. I might have told Simon. Um, yeah. It, uh, it's just stupid things that I can't do. Like I can go up my staircase quite fine, mm-hmm. but coming down my staircase is problematic. Yeah. I'm sure there's ligament damage in there too because I'm still sort of limping a little bit and driving the manual kind of is uncomfortable if I'm in stop-start traffic. Oh, yes. So I'm just having a big sook. <laughs> Understandably. But I'm thinking some um, nice holiday at the beach over Christmas and a lot of beach walking will be good for it. Yeah. Oh, I hope that the weather is fine, sunny and very, very pleasant for your beach walks. Well, the Christmas forecast was pretty much released today. I saw it. Mm. references to it today. So it's looking pretty good uh, in the southern part of Australia. I didn't look up. As f- oh, yeah, I did, actually. I saw, I think, Sydney looking at around 30 degrees on Christmas Day at this stage. Yeah, that forecast is kind of just slowly bumping up a little bit, so that would be kind of nice. Yeah, it would be. Not too It's hot. not always a short, yeah. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it's early days yet. So, yeah, Victoria's looking like a, roughly a 27-degree Christmas Day and uh, hopefully that continues, that a bit of fine weather continues on at least for a week so we can have our, <laughs> <laughs> our time off without thunderstorms and floods. That's right. As much as I love a good summer or Christmas storm, um, yeah, to have just yeah, smack bang in the middle some ideal weather, wow. That, that would be incredible. Now, what about your... Um... Oh, my parkrun day. Uh, it was, well, it was at home. It was another day of volunteering at Shell Harbour Parkrun where I had the opportunity to run direct once again. And it was, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was great to see the tinsel out and about with the whole menagerie of ugly Christmas singlets and shirts. And and a few improvisations as well. We had buffs. Um, I found a new way to wear my buffs too. I was going to say that. (laughs) What were you doing? You had them on your legs. Well, there's only so many places you can put a buff on. So it was (laughs) (laughs) – I was trying to be creative there and and sort of wear them as, I don't know, shorts, underwear. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Weirdo. Yes. Slightly disturbing when I was performing the run director's briefing and <laughs> higher than the crowd and one of them slides down my leg. But <laughs> I think people hopefully appreciated the festivities. But yeah, it was Take a- it off. Take <laughs> it off. Uh, but it was it was somewhat wintry, actually. It wasn't nice weather at all, which you know, sounds like a bit of a complaint, but I have been more accustomed to the warmer weather in recent weeks. So we had a bit of wind. We had some spray, not quite rain at some point, uh, glimpses of sunshine, but nonetheless, a good 150, 160 park runners and volunteers joined us. And it has been nice because we have had a few new volunteers as well. So getting a big kick from that and looking forward to doing it all again next week. I'll have to give a bit of a mention to Chris Fraser. He was on the camera Mm. being the volunteer photographer and he got some great photos. That's a good uh, position for a volunteer photographer. Well, maybe, maybe not capturing people as they try to run up that <laughs> terrible hill. But the view was a great view of the uh, coastline and, um, and and a few of the photos showing um, the island and mystics mm, off in the distance. Mm. So, Yes, yes. You know your local geography. I'm very impressed, Mel. But, uh-huh. uh, but I do agree. And, I mean, what, what's everyone's thoughts on photos and photo locations? Are there some locations and positions on course that are just unacceptable? Because I love a good uphill photo. Um, you know, parkrun's about all kinds of experiences. And uphill yeah. is a great part of parkrun. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I think capturing the vibe or the best features of an event is always a good idea, isn't it? So mm. being that you are a coastal parkrun, having having some beach in the mm. background. In the background, is, yes. Is uh, very representative for people mm. who have come to visit. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yes, so plenty of fun. But uh, there were plenty of other park runs going on. And in our feedback from the last episode, or I suppose recapping something we did touch on in the last episode, there were two park runs in particular that went on on Ugly Christmas Singlet or Shirt Day. 
Cooks River and Panania. Absolutely. So that was good news to hear. They did end up receiving their fee wa- fee waiver. Oh, try and say that three times fast. With the support from Active Canterbury Bankstown. Now this was mentioned in both their social media posts, and I'm thinking to myself, what on earth is Active Canterbury Bankstown, and how did they support? Well, it turns out they are a division of the local council um, that has initiatives for you know free active activities in the local area so they must have reached out to that division of the council and said hey you know we come under your guidelines how about helping us out and uh help them out they did great to see yes and again i'm not wanting to recap too much from last week but hopefully we'll see more of that now hopefully we'll see more of these um great connections being formed uh, parkrun really has set a good bar for um, for councils and other bodies to get on board and, and make more of these events available. Yes. But, Ollie, have you just added something to the show notes? I have. I have because <laughs> I feel like I, ha- I haven't touched on it. And um, I know we you know, we mentioned it was Ugly Christmas Sink Little Shirt Day and we have been mentioning it from time to time and we have mentioned that it's not actually us behind it even though we do promote it quite heavily because it it is wonderful to see everyone really getting into the spirit and you know yes there's more being mentioned but i just wanted to you know get on the front foot and say a huge thank you to the elves behind ugly christmas singlet or shirt day there's a lot of effort that goes into that and we appreciate that absolutely do so thank you but mel another thing we discussed in last week's episode was the time capsule and for those that may not be long-time listeners our former co-hosts, now I guess favourably known as the fill-ins, <laughs> <laughs> not the parents but the fill-ins, uh, back in episode 215, which was a bit of a tearjerker because that's when that's uh, the episode when we bid farewell to Mel Urbacher called Bon Bon Voyage, Mel and Scotty hosted and they filled a bit of a time capsule. Now, we talked about it briefly last week and, and I think that they did fill it with a few things that were actually – more predictions, but uh, I have had a note here to remind me that two years from when they filled it out, we were to look at that and give a bit of an update on how accurate were those predictions. So, shall I go on? Yes. <laughs> so, the first prediction was for new parkrun locations, and the prediction was for parkruns in Switzerland, Fiji, and the International Space Station. And maybe with varying degrees of confidence, but nonetheless, um, our update. Uh, Mel, no. <laughs> that prediction was not accurate. Not only is there no zero gravity parkrun, uh, which, again, that, that you know hill photo wouldn't be an issue there, but uh, the best of my ability, Austria is the only country who has joined since 2020, who joined in, I think it was August 2021, when Hilburn Parkrun joined the family. You have done your homework. I'm very impressed. Yeah. <laughs> it took me two years. I finally got there. <laughs> um, yes. So there's there's one prediction that, that wasn't quite right. Now, the next prediction was that Parkrun would become part of the public psyche. And... Uh, so the, the person on the street test, maybe you can embellish that if you've recently listened back, Ollie. So the idea that, well, if, if you walk up to you know, someone that maybe isn't a part of the, the friends group that does go to Parkrun Mel and say, oh, I went to Parkrun at the weekend, do they all know what we're talking about? Oh, and, yeah. and I think the example was I went to a music festival at the weekend or you know, I went to the shops. Does the person on the street know what you're talking about when you say i went to park run no they still don't <laughs> <laughs> not quite not quite but interestingly enough just this afternoon i was in a meeting at work where unprompted by me um yes people do know that you know i am a park runner but unprompted by me someone started talking about wanting to get back to park run with their daughter so i think we're getting there hmm. but no <laughs> no yeah. No, trying to explain to my doctors how I um, broke my ankle at Parkrun. Uh, yeah, I, I, there was a lot of explaining going on. <laughs> They're not prescribing Parkrun? No, they should no. be, shouldn't they? No, uh, but, no. but prediction number three was that I guess Parkrun's social recognition or how it's known 
uh, by those that do know it is less about it being uh, a running event or a walking event and more about uh, a bit of a social movement (laughs) with a running trend or a running problem, I think, was the terminology used. And how do you feel that is, Mel? Uh, Do you think Parkrun currently is known still as a you know a, a, an event where people are active and come together or come together and are active i think there's still issues with the name run mm. and you know the big push with the park walk in october yes was to address that and and i think it helped yeah uh, i know it was also to raise awareness that you can walk at park run because i think there's still an overarching no hang up because of the name that it's it's an activity that requires somebody to run so yeah i don't know i mean we know that it's a social movement but i don't know that the general public knows that yet yeah and i suppose it's a bit entwined with the last one as well and there are clearly a lot of efforts being undertaken around a lot of the promotional videos of of different stories you know and what people find in the parkrun experience uh, that are going towards you know recognizing that and and helping people recognize that but i tend to agree with you and you know even just parkrun day just gone you know had the discussion about the fact that run is in the name so i'm not sure there is a word that could replace that and be all-inclusive though no probably not (laughs) but the more people that start doing it and join the cult then you know the more if everybody had one person in their family that did it then everybody would know that it's social that's right that's right so there's Mm -hmm. a way there's a way and maybe the answer is in the fourth prediction the fourth and last prediction that was there and it was about growth so the prediction was by this time, there would be 500 events in Australia, specifically including more in the Northern Territory and a park run in Alice Springs. Right. Um, well, the update is we've got 436 events. So we, we didn't get to 500, but we're, we're getting there. We're getting closer. But nothing new in the NT. Nothing new in the NT. No. No, nothing in Alice Springs, certainly, as a part of that. And, I mean, needless to say, you go back two years and we, we did we did, did have a few more unexpected disruptions to our world. But needless to say, there are a lot more coming on board bit by bit and maybe in another two years, Mel. We do have one in Coobapedi now. I mean, that's pretty yeah. remote central isn't it? That's certainly remote. I know it's in South Australia, but it yeah. it's... We're getting closer. Yeah. Um, I might need the informant to give me a bit of a geography challenge in that respect, but <laughs> um, mm-hmm. work out whether that's in fact closer or closer to Perth. But um, nonetheless, um, so that's the time capsule. Uh, some bold, bold predictions, some understandable ones. And I don't know about you, Mel, but if we're filling a time capsule ourselves, I'm not quite sure what we're going to put in it yet. No, so let's stick to predictions. <laughs> okay, okay. Should we stick to predictions? So go on to, you know, what we think Parkrun will look like in another two years' time. Only, Ollie, I need a little bit more time to think about it. It's Christmas yes. and I've got a lot on my mind, buying presents and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all this kind of thing, buying food and cooking and getting ready for holidays. So I'm thinking the holiday period would be a good time for reflection and to come up with some good predictions. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, do we want to crowdsource this? Do we want other people's predictions as well? So everyone's going to have this reflection time. They could email us their predictions and uh, we'll we'll have our own, but Hmm. we can fill the time capsule when we come back from a holiday. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Okay, but in other news, we have a new park run. We do. There was a launch. Yes. Where was it? It was in Baxter. Baxter Baxter Park, I should say. <laughs> I'm already confused. I read the notes. <laughs> I'm already confused. Would you yes. please clear it up? Okay, so it was in WA, Ollie. It is the new Western Compass Point in uh-huh. Australia. It has taken Marina off the map and instilled itself as the most Western park run in Australia. It is in Baxter Park, but it is 4,200 kilometres from a town called Baxter, so don't get confused. It is actually in Carnarvon. Yeah. Now, I don't know where that is. I've never been to WA, and I actually haven't pulled up a map yet to have a look at it. 
but I'm hoping there's a chance I can get there when I visit next year. Oh, I see. Yes, yes. I see where you're going with this. I haven't planned that so well. It's probably far from Perth. <laughs> yes, if you're talking westernmost, uh, you have a bit of a hike ahead of you, Mel. Uh, oh, well, that's okay. Yep. I'll just have to have another trip. But anyway, yes, event number one and... Uh, we hope that it went well for them and we look forward to hearing more about Baxter Park Run when our roving reporters get a chance to visit. When they make the 900-kilometre trip from Perth. Oh, is it how far it is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But welcome to the family, Baxter. <laughs> Another B. Yes. Yeah. Mm, sorry, interrupted again. No, that's okay. Well, look, I was going to acknowledge we have been talking for a while and we do have some roving reports from some of the excitement from the weekend and there might be a little joke in there somewhere as well in the spirit of our bonbon jokes so perhaps mel it's time to have a listen to our roving reports Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah checking in for Channel 5 News Crew. Um, checking out Dawesville Parkrun, event number 369. And this morning I'm here with Jamie, the run director. Morning, Jamie. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Jamie, can you tell us a little bit about Dawesville Parkrun and why it's so special to you? Um, Dawesville Parkrun is special to me because, uh, look, there's... It's, we get about 50, 60, maybe up to 80 people here. It's it's not too big. Um, it's just on the water. It's a beautiful run and probably the best people I've ever met in my life, to be honest. So, yeah, it's, it's quite life-changing about two years ago. Um, and it's just a great way to start the weekend. Awesome. Sounds like you found your, your tribe. Yeah, I've definitely found my tribe, starting out at Rockingham, um, where there's 250 people. It's a bit overwhelming coming down here and... Brockingham's a wonderful park run, but then coming down down to here, where there's probably about 30 people sometimes, it's um, yeah, it's, it's a bit different. But yeah, everyone's really friendly and um, great to get along with. Were you already a runner before park run, or did park run put you on that journey? No, park run definitely put me on that journey, and it's it's got me onto other things like people in the within park run do uh, they're in a running club as well. Um, so that's just led to all these different things it's like this chain reaction when you start park run it can lead to all these wonderful other things fabulous the power of community hey yeah absolutely um now this park run runs along the estuary can you tell me a little bit about the course because it's actually quite flat and it's a beautiful course yeah yeah it's it is flat it's great if if you're not that keen on hills um and it's beautiful uh, as you're running out along the estuary for two and a half kilometers pretty straightforward and then straight back so uh, yeah, it is a really nice run along there. Um, I can see on um, your website that your volunteer roster is pretty much full for yeah. weeks on end. Yeah. I did have a look a few weeks before coming down to see yeah. if I could help out. Yeah. Um, what's the secret to finding so many volleys? Um, it's, it's a tricky one to answer. I think we've just got some really good people down here. and I think I think we bang on about it a bit. Uh, we, we do say every week when we, we do it, do our speech before the park run starts um, we say look you know park run doesn't happen without the volunteers and we and people get that and um, people are fantastic you know if you're going to rock up to park run um, regularly they, they understand everyone kind of understands that eventually you have to put your, your name down or else park run simply doesn't happen yep and we all love it and we all want it to continue. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, now, for the listeners, if you are heading over to Western Australia next year in April for the, for the meet-up, Dawesville's about 90k or so from Perth CBD. Um, there's an estuary, there's beaches. At the moment, there's Christmas lights all through the canal that you can go and check out on a boat. The giants, have you checked out any of the big giants? I think it's made from recycled timber all throughout parts of Mandra? Yeah, personally I haven't seen them, but um, a lot of the people down here have, have been to see them. They will tell you all about them. They are obsessed with them. They don't just go and see them once, they go and see them over and over again. It is a craze going on down here at the moment. Oh, awesome. It. I'm very excited. And there's Thrombites as well, right? It's Thrombites down at Lake Clifton, I think, living organisms in the lake or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not too sure to about that, that one, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're coming over to Western Australia next year and you want a day or two out of Perth, I would highly recommend checking out um, Dawesville Park Run and the surrounds. Thank you, Jamie, for your time and thanks for volunteering. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right, I'm here with four, including myself, Park Run Adventurers. Who's excited for Christmas? Yay! Yay! 
And who doesn't like a good bonbon joke? Who's ready? I'm ready. a bonbon joke. All right, strap yourself in. Who is Santa's favourite singer? Mrs. Claus. No, but that is sweet. <laughs> Brian Carey. Ooh, could be, but it's not. Elvis Presley. Elf is Presley. Oh. Hi, everyone. So I'm checking in after completing some of my research. So I will correct myself and say they are actually called thrombolites, and they are microorganisms that are often too small for the human eye to see, and they actually resemble the earliest forms of life on Earth. So they live in an environment and that they are able to precipitate calcium carbonate from waters as they photosynthesize. So they actually form a mineralized structure that is a thrombolite. So you can actually walk out onto this jetty, have a little look down. You actually can't go into the water, obviously, to protect them, but they do represent some of the earliest forms of life um, on Earth, which is pretty exciting down in Mandra. So come on down, check it out. Over and out. Hello, Parkwood Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew and uh, haven't adventured too far. I'm still in Canberra. We've actually come to Mount Ainsley Park Run, the, um, the only trail run in the ACT. Um, but we do have another trail run just across the border uh, in Jerobomba, um, if you're ever in the, in the area and like your trail runs. But yeah, Mount Ainsley Park Run, uh, out and back course, the foot of Mount Ainsley, quite, quite an undulating course and um, beautiful area in Canberra. And um, today, joined by another member of the Channel 5 news crew, Lyndall, welcome. Thank you, Mark. So great to be here and fabulous to finally meet you after all of this time. Yeah, it is good to meet and uh, understand that you had your uh, a good little adventure just south of Canberra recently. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah. On Thursday, I completed the uh, Ultra Trail Kosciuszko 50K event. Um, under very trying conditions. So first time I've ever had snow falling on me um, at the start line. And um, as you can tell from my voice, I'm a bit croaky. I've had a bit of a cold. So it was a bit of a tricky event to get through, but I finished and yeah, I had a really great adventure. The trails out there are just beautiful. So enjoyed my day as best as I could. Well done. And, and what did you think of uh, Mount Ainsley Parkrun? It was great. It's so nice. You're so lucky to have such a beautiful trail right in the centre of Canberra um, and lots of other trails coming off it. So yeah. probably lots of things to explore up there. But Mount Ainsley Park Run's lovely little park run. Um, not too big a park run as well. So it seemed like a pretty friendly kind of vibe as well. So yeah, loved it. Yeah, the volunteers were um, were supported by one of the local running running clubs today, um, which which was good to see. And and one of the things I like about that Man Ainsley Nature Reserve, I was saying to you um, <clears throat> before, was that there's a good walk. So if you ever come to Canberra Tourist, there's a good walk from the back of uh, the War Memorial that goes straight up um, Man Ainsley. You get some fantastic views of Canberra from the top of Man Ainsley. So you did the drive yesterday up there, giving your legs a bit of a rest from the cosy. Yeah. And what did you think <laughs> of the view from Man Ainsley? Absolutely spectacular, yeah, you could just see everything and um, the signposts up there to tell you what you're looking at and how the city was sort of designed and built as well was really informative, so yeah, it was definitely worth, well, the drive, didn't walk, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> yes. worth the drive. So it's a pretty good walk, you can you can also, you know, do a bit of a run up there, it's about 2.2 kilometres up and then obviously 2.2 coming back down, but beautiful views at, sun, at sunset um, and also sunrise, so yeah, good. Now... Congratulations, Peel Club status. Well done. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I thought I might get there in 2020, but of course, lots of things didn't happen in 2020. Um, but yeah, Peel Club today. Yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> so let's go through it. Peel Club is um, running in all, all states and territories within Australia. You've only done the one park run in, in the ACT, so Mount Ainsley would have to be, be up there. And I think, you know, if you come back, you'll do Wagyu Bridge and it'll be number one. Just, of course, just, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, so let's go to the Northern Territory. Where did you run in Northern Territory? Uh, Darwin Park Run, um, just in August this year. So, yeah, nice park run along the waterfront there. Um, Travelled up with my friend Catherine, who's also with me here today. So, yeah, good little park run adventurer there with me. <laughs> How many have you done in Tasmania? Oh, one in oh, Tasmania, the bittersweet story of my life. <laughs> um, I did my queue in Tasmania at Queen's Domain, um, but I travelled to Devonport quite 
um, regularly each year to officiate at a triathlon that happens right next to Parkrun on a Saturday. <laughs> so I've watched Devonport Parkrun plenty of times, never done it. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so Queen's Domain is the Parkrun that I've done in Tasmania. All right, and, and, and what about uh, South Australia? South Australia, I've done a couple there. The first one I did was Mount Gambia. Um, absolutely beautiful, pretty tough, it's quite hilly at Mount Gambia, but the Blue Lake is yeah. just absolutely stunning. So, yeah, and then, of course, for Palm at... Uh, where do we go for Palm? The place that you guys all know we went to. That one as well. Went there. That was excellent too. Was it Mount Barker, was it? Mount Barker. Oh, that was yeah. the one. Yeah, with PK. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, and that was a nice park run as well, obviously catching up with friends for the pod. And what about in South Australia? Um, that was South Australia. Oh, sorry. Um, Let's go Western Australia. So Western, Western Australia. Australia. You've only done the one in Western Australia. One or? in Western Australia, Geograph Bay in Bustleton. Yep. Um, very flat park run. Yeah, it is, Beautiful. Yeah. yeah, Bustleton's a lovely part of the world. Oh, it is, isn't it? I... I could be tempted to move there. Yes. Very tempted to move there. And yeah, Nicole and I did a freedom run at, at Bustleton. And, yep. Yeah, so it was a good, good one. Um, all right. And uh, you've probably done a handful in Queensland. Yeah, just a so, few. Yeah, all right. So just not, you can't name your home park run. Yep. What's your favourite in Queensland? Oh, favourite in Queensland. Some more. Oh, this, I knew you were going to ask me this and I should have thought about it a little bit more. Um, I've got some fun stories from my parkrun adventuring in Queensland. Um, I do actually the hidden gem. I'm going to give a shout out to yeah. Baron Bar Parkrun, which is a bit of a hidden gem. It's just in um, one of the southern suburbs of Brisbane, but it's a from memory. I think it's just one big loop around a parkland and a lake. Um, and you don't expect that when you go to Browns Plains in yeah, the south, yeah. suburb, south suburbs of Brisbane. So yeah. I'll give a shout out to Baron Bar as a yeah, cool. hidden gem in Queensland. Right. And New South Wales, what's your favourite there? Um, I have only done one in New South Wales as well, I think, and that was the beaches. Again, yeah, for okay. the Parkrun Adventurers meet-up a few years ago. Um, got my feet wet at the beaches and, um, yeah, had a ball there too. Yeah. yeah. No, that's 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 all of them, isn't it? That's all the states. Oh, there's that's the other one, that little state, Victoria. Yeah. Oh. Victoria. Oh, Victoria. Yeah. Have you done any? Oh. You, you would have done one there. What's? Have you got any oh. favourites here? Um, Victoria. I did Hamilton Park Run, which is a small country town in the west of Victoria. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, so my in-laws live over near Mount Gambia, which is why I'd done Mount Gambia Park Run in South Australia. And once when we travelled, we usually fly down to Melbourne and drive across yeah. um, to visit my in-laws. And so I convinced my husband to stop at Hamilton so I could get a Victorian park run on the way over. So, And that was really nice. That was such a friendly little park run. They came straight up to me because they knew that I wasn't <laughs> from their town. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> and said, hi, where are you visiting from? So, again, really friendly and around a lake as well in Hamilton. That was yeah. a beautiful little spot as well. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, congratulations again. Peel status done. Any other challenges that you're eyeing off next? Not really. I don't know what's next. Um, just keep park running, I guess, yeah. and keep finding new places. Um, probably the cows, the next one. I'm, I think I'm on 87 different park runs, so yeah, wow. just a few more to get to the cow also. Yeah, wow. That's huge. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yep. Well, good to see you. Thank you, Mark. Thank <laughs> you for talking to me. Pleasure. Um, and so much, thanks so much for coming to meet me here as well to say g'day. Really appreciate it. Yeah, pleasure. All right. Well, that's Mark reporting out for the uh, Channel 5 News Crew. Talk to you next time. Thank you very much to our two roving reports. Firstly, Sarah coming to us from Dawesville Park Run, speaking to Jamie, the RD, throwing us a bonbon joke and some extra bonus research on thrombolites, something I did not know. But, Ollie, we have to congratulate Sarah and her partner, Matt. Do you know why? Why? They're engaged. Oh, oh, congratulations, guys. That's wonderful news. Hooray. Sarah let me know just a few days ago that she got engaged on Cottesloe Beach. So, of course. Yes. yes. <laughs> so a west side engagement. Very exciting. Yes. 
Very happy news. Very happy news indeed. Now, we also had Marvellous Mark, who met up with Lyndall the Legendary out there at Mount Ainsley Park Run on Saturday. Lyndall coming uh, back to Park Run after a big week doing the UTA Ultra Trail Kosciuszko 50. So, wow. Yes, wow. Uh, I've seen a few photos and videos of some of those who have taken part. Wow. But she was achieving Peel Club status at Mount Ainsley. So another celebration. Yes. Congratulations. Wow again. <laughs> a little bit of cheat coming from Marvellous Mark. Yeah, wasn't it good? Referring to that little <laughs> state. I saw what you did. Goodness me. Uh, I'm making us a target. Everybody knows it wasn't me that started the Great Estate thing. They know that, right? I'm just taking the storyline on. I'm just continuation of a storyline that Scott started all this. Well, to to use a football term, if you've um you've got the ball, they're playing the ball, so uh, you're the target. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but, yes, it is fun. It is fun indeed. Oh, and look, continuing the Park Run Day fun, I think it's probably time for Dazzers. So getting in on the spirit at Dazzers this week, he said, show us your uglies. Welcome to Dazzers, where ugly is the new black. How was your morning? And we heard first off, and she was exactly the first post at Dazzers, it was Beck Bailey coming to us from New Zealand. She had the most likes, Ollie, and she said, this parkrunner dressed in a pretty ugly shirt along with a pretty ugly buff strategically folded. She completed her look with a purple tutu, pink socks and pink shoes with a purple buff wearing puppy at her side for Pegasus Parkrun's 300th event where it was a pee theme. The pick was a properly positioned parkrun flag and a pretty ugly pink and purple parkrunner with a purple runs with a barcode buff wearing pooch brunner. That's an alliteration. After that, Mel, you need to go and have a pint. She continues, last time I ran with Brunner was Christmas 2019. It's been three years. And there was a photo of Beck and Brunner in front of the Pegasus Parkrun flag. It was indeed. Ah, well... Also popping in and doing a bit of volunteering was Joe McLean, who said, volunteering at the ponds this morning, lots of uglies out there and heaps of festive smiles. And Joe shared a photo of herself with a group of people, two in the Emu Vintage Ugly 2020 and one in last year's, and uh, also uh, a younger one in a Santa suit. So mm. nice combo. It is. Now, coming to us with a milestone was Tracy Jensen. She said, no ugly Christmas top, but celebrated my 50th volunteer and scored a PB too. Another great parkrun morning at Portland Parkrun. And Tracy had a photo of herself with the RD holding a 50 sign. So nice work on your 50th volley and the PB. Yes, nice way to celebrate. Congrats. Now, Mel, we also heard from Belinda Taylor, who was uh, recording a bit of an achievement and said, my ugly shirt was mostly hidden by the volley vest at St. Lucia today. Celebrated Janice becoming a Queensland States lady and signing up to the Adventures Club. So double milestone. (laughs) (laughs) Pictured is Janice with guide dog Keegan, Bob and Amy, who are all regulars at Juniors. And uh, yeah, certainly as Belinda said, the photo there, including the the gang and Belinda in the retro ugly. And uh, also a note that uh, Janice did finish tokens and course set up with Belinda. Janice does tokens with the help of the funnel manager lining up the kids in front of her. And I probably should add to that note, Ollie, Janice volunteers at Juniors as well. So that was where she did the finish tokens after St. Lucia at Des Connor Juniors. Uh-huh. She's a regular volley out there. Yeah. And it's good because it also teaches the kids that they can't pat Keegan when he has his harness on and is working. So volunteering and learning, got to love that. Absolutely. Now we also heard from Lisa Atkinson who was touristing. Park running with my dad at Fodder Forest in Queensland and she added, and here we are as part of a tinsel at Fodder Forest. So there was a couple of photos that Lisa shared with us. Lisa in her reimagined ugly and her dad wearing last year's version, and then the tinsel, which was five people wearing their uh, shirts, two of last year's reimagined, and two emus. 
That was the fluffy version. Yeah, what variety we've got now. <laughs> we do. Uh, we've got a whole spectrum. Oh, that's a good term, a spectrum of tinsels. Mm, I like that. Now, with a bit of a naughty, Johan joined us and said, no park run today as it is my yearly trail run pilgrimage at Beskutfontein. I apologise for that pronunciation, Johan. Beskutfontein trails, uh, but always in my parkrun shirt. My ugly is still in safe custody, but with you all in spirit. It is. It's in my bottom drawer. <laughs> Very safe custody there. And Johan's photo there was a selfie in the parkrun apricot shirt and a second shot, of course, post-trail run. Well done. Yes, good work, Johan. I um, hope you're all healed up by now. Mm. He had a few bruises and cuts. Mm. Yeah. But we also heard from Jen Arnie. Ollie, she was at home and she said, not ugly at Bathurst Park Run today. We had a wedding. Our tail walkers were married by a park runner who is a celebrant straight after they'd finished park run. Beautiful. And Jen shared a link, which was actually a video of the bride and groom tail walkers coming in at the end and uh, preparing for their little wedding ceremony. Yeah. What a way to do it. I don't know. It's pretty dedicated isn't it and we're hearing about this more and more and you Mm. know what like i'm going off tangent here but we were talking about this at juniors the other day because we've got a couple many of you would know (laughs) very very well-known victorian tourists who have gotten together recently so they're a lovely little um couple that met through parkrun and uh I believe there's also a couple out at Wyndham Vale, another couple that uh, have met the same way. And lots of people are meeting these days at Parkrun. And I like that. It's like the natural way to meet mm. somebody, not on Tinder or, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with that. It's just, I guess, happening naturally. Social and natural. Yeah. 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 yeah like in the past, you might have met at a dance, you know, back in yes. the day when people did such things or a nightclub. I think I met my first husband at a nightclub. Oh, yeah. That's probably oversharing. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. We're all friends here. And then I bought Paul on eBay. <laughs> bought? Did you say bought? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly on, there was a photo of the bridal couple at the document signing table, at the document signing table even, with a park run flag in shot and some additional pics of the happy couple in their volley fests. Wow. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us, Jen, and we wish them all the best, I believe. It's Wayne and Belinda Cole. Yeah, congratulations, Wayne and Belinda. Um, well done to the Bathurst parkrun family and i think for that reason i mean we were just celebrating an engagement just before not necessarily at parkrun but again through the parkrun world maybe we were wrong about one of those predictions maybe it is more of a social movement that just happens to have a bit of a running problem Mm. but i digress uh back to the touristing mel lynette also popped in lynette ann and said doing our Christmas ugly at Castlemaine Park Run with new friend Pam and fellow adventurer Sarah L. With Park Run, you make friends everywhere. Many comments on the gingerbread tea. And uh, she shared a photo of, uh, well, Lynn in ginger, Pam in retro, and Sarah in the purple Park Run shirt. Ah, more people making new friends. That's right. That's pretty good. We also heard from Tamsin Smith coming to us from the UK. She said it was a bit nippy at Weymouth Park Run, so our uglies were barely on show. Time for a hot chocolate to warm up. And the photo shows they're rugged up. But I think they're all in ginger uglies. Gingers, that's a nice little terminology yes. for the gingerbread men, the gingers. I think that's acceptable. Yeah. I oh, look, um, and uh, yeah, shout out to our friends in the Northern Hemisphere who are shivering through a particularly cold part of the year. So we hope you are all well and staying cozy. Another one of those was in the US of A. Jeff Glub popped in and said, oh, <clears throat> I wanted to try and chant or sing this, but I'll just read it. Sorry, Mel, and sorry, Jeff. No, 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 sing, sing, sing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do the singing, but uh, it is U-G-L-Y in the USA. <laughs> uh, that was terrible. Please forgive me, Jeff. 
But a cold, cold morning at Joe Creason, but the sun broke through to highlight my ugly singlet in all its glory. Merry Christmas to the wonderful adventurer community and enjoy your break, Mel and Ollie. And Jeff's photo there shared his uh, wonderful appearance in the retro ugly with a cute dog too. I feel like I should know his dog's name, but I can't Yeah, think. I should too. Mm. That's all right. That's all right. I think I do. But I'm I'm too shy to say, so I will I will do my re- my research. Okay. Well, we also heard from Path Bomacanti, who was at Junior Park Run. Path and Irene have just moved. They've moved away from the Great Estate, so we won't hold that against them. They've joined <laughs> the Des Connor Junior Park Run team, and Path said brunch after Des Connor Junior Park Run with the team. Surprisingly, <laughs> shared a photo, a group shot taken at the cafe afterwards. So there was lots of uglies there too. It sure was. So that wraps up Daz's Ollie as we quickly scoot back to our show notes tab. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. See, it makes it easier when we outsource the OB awarding now, doesn't it? Yeah, so before we throw to who is awarding the envelope this week, we should thank Callum, um, Callum Burrell from last week. The envelope turned up over there at Burnage Park Run and uh, now where's it headed to, Ollie? It's made its way from England. Far south, far, far south to South Africa to the Channel 5 News crew's Johan who is, we're reliably informed, has safe custody of the envelope. So it's time to throw to Johan. I just need to take a breather before I cross the river again. This trail run at Piscatefontaine is hectic. I wonder what's that? That's interesting. It looks like a rubber ducky and an ugly Christmas singlet. Let me get closer a bit. Whoops. That was a bit too close. Let me swim closer and see what it is. There's something on the rubber ducky's back. It's an envelope saying open this for the last obi of the year. Let me try that without drowning or smudging the ink. Alright, I've got it. And the obi goes to Joe McLean in her ugly Christmas singlet and that awesome Christmas headgear. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Johan, for being this week's Obi Awarder. Is that the right word? Presenter? Presenter. And well done, Joe. Congratulations on uh, being very festive out there at the ponds and volunteering. Yes. Thank you for volunteering. Now, Ollie, did you figure out the name of Jeff's dog? Have you got that? Did you work it out in the... I, I did, and it's very convenient me saying that uh, it's the name I thought, but yeah, Pepper. It was on the tip of my tongue, uh, but... Yes, Pepper is the name. And uh, the listeners will just have to trust me that I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, look, we are having a Christmas party and we do like to celebrate in traditional uh, Adventurers podcast tradition. Traditional tradition. (laughs) (laughs) I really put a lot of effort into scripting this this week's show notes. Nonetheless, we've got some bonbon jokes, uh, not just from our Channel 5 news crew, Mel, but from some of our listeners as well. So, look, uh, we'll see if we can recognise some of the names in there. But uh, to kick us off, we'll throw to Greg and let's have a listen to some of our bonbon jokes. Hi, it's Greg here. Here's my Christmas bonbon joke. What did one wall say to the other wall? Meet in the corner. Merry Christmas, Mel, Ollie and all the listeners. Hey team, what do you give a Christmas tree with bad breath? You give it ornaments. Oh dear. Anyway, from my family to yours, all the very best for Christmas and the new year. Have a good one. See you next year. Cheers from Tracy Natutu. Bye. Good morning, Goeiemorgen, Pakeren Adventurers. It's Johan checking in from the Karua, where we are ducking and diving some extreme weather. Thank you for your support during the year, and a heartfelt appreciation to each and every one for their contributions to the pod, but especially to Mel and Ollie for all the hard work they put into it. Talking about extreme weather, did you hear that Santa forgot to check the weather before his Christmas park run? Just before leaving, he asked Mrs. Klaus, 
What's the weather going to be like? Rain, dear, she replied. Have a wonderful festive season. to thank very much the people who sent in their bonbon jokes that we could all have a little giggle at and uh, it's the best part of Christmas isn't it let's be honest Ollie. Yes I do love the jokes they get funnier every year but we also have mail. You've got mail Yes. So we heard from Lee Cabarita that's her porn name last (laughs) week's Obi recipient and she said hi you two you had me in stitches today whilst listening to this week's pod Thanks for awarding me the Obi. I'll have to try and explain that to my runatives. Runatives? Runatives. Sally and Bianca. You're correct in the origin of the porn name being your first pet and street name, which would technically make me Samantha Cabarita, which sounds more like a stripper name. <laughs> Laughy emoji. Here's a laugh. My first pet as a newlywed in my new home, etc., was a kitten that I called Sexy. Imagine how we looked to our new neighbours whistling out for our missing baby puss. Woot, woot, sexy, come here, baby, sexy. <laughs> so technically my adult porn name would be Sexy Cabarita. That's just too hot to handle, so I reined it back. I've got an idea for your time capsule. The presenters purchased barcodes, examples, shoe or key tags, or milestone tees, if it's a tangible capsule, or the stories of earliest barcodes in Australia now that they're in the millions. As previously mentioned, I'm a bit technically challenged, but we'll try to work out how to do an audio file and send you a bonbon joke. Have a sell you, sell, uh, say that word, Ollie. Salubrious. <laughs> Have a salubrious week. Lee Cabaretta. O-A-W, and in brackets, Obi Award winner. (laughs) Thank you, Lee. Yeah, I'm glad you landed where you landed. Um, Nice balance. (laughs) But it isn't a tangible time capsule. Mm. I mean, we can always do that too, but um, that would be a bit of homework. We could have one at Palm. Oh, we could. (laughs) This is my mind going (laughs) ahead before my mouth catches up. We could have some sort of container and everybody who comes to Palm could put something in the time capsule and then we could bury it on the beach. But who will go and find it? Uh, I didn't say I had all the answers. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, all right, moving on. We do have more mail. We have an email also from Michael Gentle who said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. The 60-second running of the prestigious Zadebeck 10 elite championship races was held on Thursday the 15th December at Melbourne's Lakeside Stadium. The greatest state. (sighs) Headlined by the Australian 10,000 metre championships, this event draws some of the biggest names in Australian athletics every year. The women's 10,000 metre championship was won by Leanne Pompiani, a 1344709 current course record holder at Tuggeranong Park Run in 32 minutes and 20.35 seconds. Second place was claimed by Olympian Isabel Bat-Doyle, A, 5202916, and third place went to Olympian Rose Davies, A, 324000, current course record holder at Kira Park Run. 
The men's 10,000 meter championship was won by Olympian Jack Rayner in 28 minutes, 46.3 seconds, followed by Andre Waring, a 1089222, current course record holder at both Churchill and Warringal Parklands Parkrun. And third place went to Jack Bruce. In the under-20 women's 3,000-metre race, Victorian athlete Amy Bunnage, a 6115141 current course record at Shell Harbour Park Run, uh, set a new Australian record of 9 minutes and 0.6 seconds for three kilometres. Uh, so, yeah, huge shout-out there. And, and thank you, Michael, for the stats. I'll continue with the email in a second, but a huge shout-out there to our course record holder, Amy. Do believe she's run just one park run in her park run time so far. And that was the one where she took the course record. That's right. That's wow. right, from our Olympian. But I digress. Our Olympian that got married uh, yesterday, by the way. Oh. So Jess Hull of Shell Harbour Park Run and the Australian Olympic team did get married uh, to her now husband, Daniel Jolliffe. So congratulations, Jess, because I'm sure she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Michael also went on to say, and you'll like this bit, Mel, mm. re the greatest state. I agree with all of Mel's compelling arguments to Ollie on the podcast in supporting of Victoria being the greatest state. Ollie's counterclaim that Shell Harbour Park Run is in New South Wales is a fine argument against these claims. However, how can Victoria lay any claim to being the greatest state when Palm has never been there? With two palms to date, New South Wales must truly be the greatest state. Game on, Mel. Best wishes, Michael Gentle, A425328. Well, well, well. <laughs> Them's fighting words. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, honey, I've just got one thing to say, and I, I'm surprised it hasn't occurred to you already, but as with many things, it's always wise to save the best till last. <laughs> so currently, Western Australia is the greatest state. I rest my case. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you for your emails, podcast family. Mel, can you tell us a bit more about the podcast family <laughs> that got out and about in the Consolidated Club report? Okie dokie. The Adventurers on the 17th of December 2022 were out at 144 locations. We had a total of 349 members and 279 of them took part. There was adventures at 18 events in the UK, two events in South Africa, two in the USA, one in Italy and one in Austria. Locally, we had adventures at 32 events in the greatest state, 31 events in Queensland and 25 events in New South Wales. South Australia had nine events. There was adventures at seven in West Australia, six on the North Island, five in the ACT, three down in Tassie and two on the South Island. Now, the largest front was at Shell Harbour. You can do a little cheer, I'll let you. Oliver, are you still there? I am. That was me clapping. It must have muffled me. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't hear clapping. Anyway, Gordon and Julie Turner, Galen Cooper, Michael Gentle, Karen Hamilton, Paddy Oshimo and Sue Keen. I'm assuming Darwin was there as well? Darwin was not. Oh. Darwin was not. Um, young Kaylee was there celebrating her junior 10 and her birthday party day. So uh, Sign her up. <laughs> yeah, Darwin was replaced by Kaylee. Radio, fair enough. So there you go. That is the largest frond. I think that the two of the junior parkrun events probably took out the honours for the vronding mm. because I know we had a – I'm pretty sure we had about 11 parkrun adventurers volunteering at Ainsbury on Sunday and there was also a fair chunk at Des Connor Park. Yes, that there was. Our adventurers are very good junior supporters, so thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, team. Well, it has been a big one. 
there is a bit to come and look as we've said we're, we're not around next week so probably have to make sure we get all the announcements well and truly covered mel and there's a very special announcement that we need to address first there is so we will be posting a special christmas present for all our listeners surprise it will be on <laughs> our facebook page and anybody who doesn't have facebook is welcome to email us a request and we can reply with the gift that's for you eman so it is a 2023 challenge card Mm -hmm. so you can look forward to that next week that's right hopefully that'll keep everyone busy in their their festive season doing a bit of planning around their challenges but ollie looking forward to next saturday are you at home am i at home i am indeed (laughs) (laughs) i will be i'll be run directing once again on christmas eve and at this point in time, I'll be absent on Christmas Day, absent from Parkrun, that is. Having a nice rest with the family, opening presents, enjoying family time. Yeah, generally speaking, that's the plan. Often the kids are up nice and early, the presents are unwrapped and they're ready to go back to bed after breakfast by Parkrun o'clock. So, look, there's always a possibility um, before we kick off to the Christmas festivities. But, yeah, likely I'll be inside. What about you? I'm going on a road trip. (laughs) Ah. I'm going on a road trip. On Saturday, I am going to jump in my little car and head west to Eden Hope and join Victoria's newest park run at Lake Wallace. I'm going to camp, take my tent, spend the night in the caravan park, and, yeah, just a quick overnight trip. It's only about four hours from home. Yep. So I've been really lucky. Most of the park run launches since I've moved to the west have been out west. <laughs> That's very convenient. Yes. It <laughs> it's been very convenient. So, yes, that will keep me busy Friday night and Saturday and then I'll come back and prepare for Christmas Day where I will just go local. So I've got family coming for lunch at my place, a couple of the kids coming over with their partners. So I'll just duck quickly off to Toolan Creek. I believe there will be quite a few other adventurers there as well. So it'll still be a very fun morning. Very fun, great English. Oh, well. That's all right. (laughs) We're not traditionally great at our English on this podcast. (laughs) That's why we've got the office lady. That's right. (laughs) Have we ever given her a shout out for how clever she is? I don't think we've ever said it on the pod. Yeah. Would our listeners be aware that she is uh, a teacher uh, by profession, namely Mm. in the English um, syllabus? Yeah, well, yes. Faculty. Faculty. Faculty, yes. yeah, that's the word I was <laughs> Yeah. I was I was thinking genre and I knew that was wrong. But yeah, she has just rewritten the English syllabus for New South Wales. And it's gone live. So she's pretty special and pretty clever office lady. And she's very patient with us. I do wonder if she was just sat there screaming back at the headphones or the speakers, <laughs> correcting <laughs> us on the words there. <laughs> She's got the God status for our Facebook page and she can just duck in there. We don't even know. She just goes in there and cleans it all up, puts in all the apostrophes, removes the ones that aren't supposed to be there. That's right. So we should say a big thank you to our office lady because, you know, it's it's an office party. And... Look, uh, in the spirit of, of thanks and, and Christmas wishes, let's extend that to our, our whole community, obviously to our Channel 5 news crew, uh, to uh, everyone behind the scenes with the podcast that's helped out through the course of the year, uh, from our art director to our fill-ins to our wonderful stand-in co-hosts and uh, to our informant who is always dear to our hearts. Wherever no matter they which are. beach they're showing up on. <laughs> <laughs> to our Channel 2 news crew and, uh, Abby. well, Abby, Abby, of course. And look, uh, just yeah, everyone for coming along for the ride for another year. I know that uh, it, it has been a big year, Mel. It has been a very big year and I, I am looking forward to a bit of a rest, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's adventures out there and catching up in the new year and hearing about some of those adventures and celebrating them once again. But, uh, yeah, we'll have to give some thought to the New Year's resolutions. I don't think I've got any. Have you got any, Mel? I forgot what I said. (laughs) 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 More adventures, definitely. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah, I've got a couple of events earmarked that I wouldn't mind to head to. 
I'm not going to divulge anything publicly because mm, mm, okay. if I don't get it, like this year, I didn't uh, achieve my resolution from the start of the year. Oh, resolutions are there to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> but I could, I could just rehash it. So at the start of the year, I chose to aspire to do a tourism trip where I could attend a rodeo. Mm. Do you say rodeo or rodeo? I don't even know. But that pasty, was what I wanted pasty. to do. I wanted to go country and go to a rodeo and do a park run associated with that. So I wasn't able. I did find one that was in a close proximity proximity to an event I haven't yet done, but then when I contacted them, they actually cancelled the rodeo. All right. There's a goal there. Yeah. If it works out. So uh, maybe I'll have another crack at that. Yeah. And yourself, Ollie? Uh, Myself. Well, you did remind me uh, off air that I had made some plans for next year and and, uh, next year is, of course, the year of the Women's World Cup. So I can't wait. And if I I find an excuse to get to New Zealand for a weekend, um, a New Zealand park run is definitely on the agenda uh, because I will be attending a whole lot of matches, uh, Matilda's matches and others. So I do hope to squeeze in some park runs there. So, yeah, it's a more general park run tourism. I have had a bigger year of tourism that I'm accustomed to, so I need a bit of a break, but hoping I can scrounge a few more adventures in, particularly as I revisit some of the events and adventures I've enjoyed this year. That sounds good. Sounds good it to does. me. And I want to spur Kathy on because she's she's primed for a PB again, so we'll have to go to a, a PB favourable course somewhere. Well, um, what else? Do you have any more bonbon jokes, Mel? Oh, hang on. I'm just checking in my bonbon. <laughs> I do. It's a real legit one too. Oh. What? The other one wasn't? <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I literally pulled it out of a bonbon right It sounded then. like you did. Oh, great did. sound effects. <laughs> How do we know what Father Christmas has for dinner? I don't know. He posts it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh dear. oh, dear. I like oh that dear. one. I've never heard that yes. one before. No, nor have I. <laughs> it's very modern. It is. <laughs> well, unless you want me to get into the Harry Potter bonbon jokes, uh, which is probably a little niche, I'll save them for Zali. <laughs> I think that's it for the podcast. I think that's it for the year. So, Mel, thank you again very much uh, for another year of podcasting, and I hope you and everyone has a very happy and safe and merry Christmas and New Year. As always, everyone, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. And like I say, that's it for another week, and we will see you all next year for more adventures. Stay safe. Christmas joke for you. What do you sing on a snowman's birthday? Freeze a jolly good fellow. That's a Christmas birthday song for a snowman. Bye, adventurers. Stay safe. Merry Christmas.